everyone. I'm Katie Adkins. I'm Kelly. Just Kelly. I'm just going with Kelly. Just going with Kelly. Like Madonna. <laughs> <laughs> Katie and Kelly, and uh, this is Corn on the Macabre. Ooh. We'll come up with something I guess better. that'll be the intro. We'll, <laughs> oh, have to okay. come, we'll have to come up with something. Yeah. Maybe. Some kind of spooky sound. Play a drum creepy or something. And then we'll just go woo over, over it. it. Yeah. yeah Perfect. That's really good. I think that's a winner right there. I like that. Okay. So I guess since this is like our first one, do we talk about creepy stuff that happened recently? <laughs> we could talk about like why we're doing this, I guess. We could talk about why we're doing this. That's a really good idea yeah starting it off strong absolutely <laughs> and we're doing this because we love doing this all the time anyways yeah we're constantly sharing creepy shit with each other constantly watching horror movies playing spooky games just like listening and like watching and doing anything and everything spooky creepy scary yeah like um, our kitchen is literally spooky themed. themed yeah, yeah. <laughs> our kitchen is spooky themed which i love and needs to be more spooky <laughs> overall we'll work on it we're working on it if you want to donate spooky kitchen stuff <laughs> <laughs> i don't have oh i do have a p.o box now oh do you really that's yeah, exciting. yeah yeah i forgot that's a new thing i have so cool. i guess i'll post that somewhere yeah and then we can start Please announcing it as we show go. up to the p.o box and murder us yeah do people get murdered at their p.o box you know it's maybe that's <laughs> one of the topics we can cover <laughs> maybe okay <laughs> So, yeah, when we talked about how we wanted to do a podcast, we couldn't decide on, like, one idea. topic. Yeah. And we were like, well, everything we want to do is creepy and unsettling and scary related, so why not just have each episode be a different category, and then you can tell any creepy, spooky story, whether it's real or not, under that category. Yeah. For our first episode... We decided to do Creatures and Cryptids. Keep yeah. it classic with monsters. Yeah, starting it off strong. Yeah, I use the word creatures because I wanted that alliteration with Creatures and Cryptids. Yeah. Do you want to go first? Should I go first? You go first. I go first? Okay, I, had, first. I did have a story that I've been holding on to for a while now because I've been waiting to tell it to you because I knew we were doing this. Okay, perfect. Which is, the story is also why I was like, let's do creatures. Okay, <laughs> okay, cool. Because so, you seemed excited about it. I so was I'm very excited. It. It's a creepypasta. A lot of what's written in creepypasta is just unnecessary to read. It's okay. just so much exposition and like things that don't matter. It's like, you're reading the beginning of a book, but then the book is, like, a short story, so it's, like, why do I need all this extra shit about the town? Yeah. So I'm going to summarize the beginning of it, and then I'm going to read directly that part okay. so we can cut some time out of it. Yeah. <laughs> Agreed. Uh, number one, the story is called The Pocket. Have you heard I of it? Heard okay, that. good. I was a little worried. I was like, what if it's something she already knows? I think you're definitely gonna know the one that I'm gonna do, but you It's know, okay. That's fine. Whatever. I'll still I'll still listen with You won't know the other thing I'm open, doing. Open open ears. So the beginning of the story is that there's a town and there's a creepy Oh my god, I already forgot what the fuck it's called. I, I keep <laughs> wanting to say windmill. It's not a windmill. Silo. You know like those big like, yeah, yeah. phallic penis looking things on farms. Yep. It covered it with phallic and just kept going. It's good. <laughs> now we got a I had to picture. be really specific. <laughs> and they, like, fill it with hay and shit. I never actually knew what they I, use it for. Isn't there, like, corn? I thought it was used for corn. I thought that's what cornfields were for. was for corn. Well, what, where are you going to put the, You can't just, like... I don't know. You mean, like... I'm they, pretty you, sure they it's, like, shucked or something, and then the corn goes in... It's grain. It's grain. It's grain. Okay, which I'm is dumb. hay. Which is hay, right? In the story, it's hay. In the story, it's hay. Just We're fucking real, that. real smart. I'm um, a really great the macabre. storyteller. Obviously, we are very knowledgeable on corn. Yeah. <laughs> As the title of our podcast. <laughs> We're farmers. Womp womp. We're just gothic farmers. We're just gothic farmers. We're hot goth really farmers. <laughs> okay. Um, anyways, the silo... Um, they said that there was uh, something living in the silo and kids have been disappearing. Gross. But there's also rumors that that's not true and that the cool kids are spreading that rumor so they have a cool hangout place that no one will bother them at. Oh, so they can, like, to go. Get, take girls there and be like, it's so scary here. Like, ha, ha, Yeah, ha. and then they, like, make out yeah. and, like, you know, have and then you, like, premarital survive. sex. Yeah, like the teenage, teenage they are. sex. It's gross. Go to church. Anyways, um... 
<laughs> you need Jesus, not a side. I don't know which church. Pick one, but whatever. Anyways, <laughs> your choice. That's you not like? our job on this podcast that's to tell I you should. what church you belong in. That's not our job. <laughs> hey, that's, that sounds like a personal problem. Yeah. Of these four kids decide, fuck it, we're going to go explore and they fucking do. And that's where we're going to start our story. All right. So they go to explore the silo. Let's go. Like half of the story is explaining story that. time. Jesus, that's half of it? Yeah. It was like, that's why fuck. I cut it out. I was like, I'm not going that's at all That's so much. Okay. okay. But, but, but they were all climbing the side of it and they're checking the little doors to see if they would find one that opened. They finally did. So here's where our story begins. Though it was stuck, we had Pete climb up and open the hatch. Within a few minutes, we were inside the silo, standing on the hay in there. In the center, there was a large hole deep in the hay. It was dark, but we could hear a steady flow of air coming from the bottom. Oddly enough, there was a rope descending into the hole. Since I was the only one smart enough to actually be prepared for this, I took out my flashlight. Holding the flashlight in my mouth, I began to descend. I dropped to the bottom, scanning the small area. Everything seemed safe as I looked at the scattered hay, dirt, and another peculiar hatch. I beckoned for the others to come down. As they descended, my eye had caught something covering the rope. The color of it was red. Ooh, wonder what that is. Mm. <laughs> I hid my panic and showed the others the hatch I found. Pete opened it, revealing a dark hole. Now the fucked up thing about that was it reeked of death. It's time Oof. to get the fuck out of there. Right? The others had sensed it too, and of course, Wes had whimpered like a little bitch. Meg ended up gaining the courage to take my flashlight and go first into the hole. Why would you do that? It smells like death. I'm going to go explore. Okay, but that sounds like some dumb shit we would do. Do you remember? No, if it, okay, have you smell? okay, I haven't smelled a rotting corpse, but can you either. imagine smelling a rotting corpse? I feel like I would vomit. I mean, probably. Isn't it like a I would know. smell? Maybe they're being exaggerated. Maybe we should take a field trip. <laughs> Let's just go to the morgue, have a day of it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> can you tell us? Can it, we would really like to smell we just a dead body, smell please. smell your bodies, please. The freshest ones. Just you so have. we can bring life to this podcast. No, fresh ones won't smell bad. Uh, the oldest ones you have that haven't been embalmed. Yeah. No, do they do embalmment at morgues? Yes. Yes, that's exactly where they that's do it. That's exactly where they do it. Sorry, they do the makeup at the. Also, the morgue. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking of the people who. Own I guess it, it depends. Okay, uh, yeah, I guess the people who own the funeral homes are also the people who own morgues. Sorry, ignore me. Anyway. More research for later. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Any hoosies. Um, blah, blah, blah. Meg went down. We followed her, and we walked through this dark tunnel for about 10, 15 minutes until Meg had told us we reached another hatch, and she opened it. I don't know how silos work, but I feel like they're going underground. Or is it like I'm pretty sure it's just like a straight up thing. Like if I learn anything from Saw, it's that <laughs> it's that it's just a big tube, and then there's like little doors on it. If there's like another hatch there though, then that's like unless it's going into like a the well, farmhouse or whatever. The I like fuck how it's we're skipping to. over the whole spooky part of it, part of this, and we're just like, how the fuck do silos work? What are silos? <laughs> what are silos? Someone help us! <laughs> yeah, someone please give us a diagram of a silo. Anyways, <laughs> moving the fuck on. Um, there is a second hatch. They go down it. Blah, blah, blah. She opened it. A bright light had filled the tunnel, and that's when we heard it. A piercing shriek followed by the sounds of something running, panting hard. In a desperate attempt to avoid the creature that had made that horrific shriek, we ran. Once we were out of the tunnel, we slammed the hatch shut, attempting to lock it. The sound had stopped and breathing a sigh of relief. I think they were underground. And that's like the opening is in the silo if they went through a tunnel. Maybe they're in Because a tunnel would be horizontal. Okay. Okay. Anyways. <laughs> maybe, it's, maybe it's a haunted silo and they... You only brought up hell just because we watched As Above, So Below. I mean, also, yes. But also, there's another... There's like a no sleep story that's kind of... Anyway, well, okay. that's another one for later. <laughs> that's another one for later. The sound had stopped, and breathing a sigh of relief, all of us observed our current surroundings. We were in a concrete block, which appeared to be an old septic tank, but with Gross. an opening at the top, and through that opening we could see the forest above. We began to climb out, and then it happened. What? Okay. Again, we heard the damn sound again. Wes wasn't even out of the hole yet. Poor Wes. This creature slammed right through the hatch, and a sharp, clawed hand reached out and grabbed Wes's leg. Pulling him into the tunnel, we heard his terrified screams, and then suddenly, it stopped. 
We heard the sharp snapping of bones and tearing as flesh. Oh, could you imagine? The rest of us were frozen in shock. The sound of Wes being killed was revolting. Ooh. Meg ended up vomiting at the sound, but not the smell of at death. At the sound? Whatever. After that, we tried to find our way out of the thicket. We searched for a way out for at least an hour, an hour before we concluded that the forest was enclosed in a large perimeter of barbed wire fencing. But how did they get how in? Do you, how do you not know this place exists? Like, if there's this huge area of, like, woods that's closed off with barbed wire, wouldn't I guess, they know about it? I guess the tunnel from the silo took them to an area they were unfamiliar with. Also, what the fuck? Silos are for farms? Why is it connected to a septic tank? Maybe it was a personal underground septic tank for the farm. For the farm. Because they weren't on a main Maybe it's a silo line. of shit. Maybe it's a silo of shit. Gross. I just made we panicked having. Out. <laughs> Let me finish a damn <laughs> story. We panicked having no idea what we should do and also realizing that the thing comes out in the dark. Night was coming fast and in a desperate panic, Meg climbed high into a tree hoping the thing wouldn't find her. Pete found a small hole in the ground to hide in. Bad idea. Why would you? Okay. Again, we heard the shriek, and I watched the thing climb out of its home. In my panic, I quickly climbed up to a tree and watched Pete sitting in the hole. I also, to my regret, had got a better look at the creature we were facing. It was the most grotesque thing I had ever seen. Its face was mask-like, pale white against its dark skin. The face seemed to only have two dark holes for eyes and a large smile stretched across the face. After a few moments of observation, I had soon noticed that it was a mask. A mask made from Wes's skinned face. That was so fast! I was scared shitless as the thing was crawling toward Pete. I sat in the tree as I watched Pete run in fear, but it was no use since the thing caught up to him instantly. It shoved both hands through Pete's chest and tore him apart with ease. Its chest opened up, revealing bloody tendrils that wrapped around Pete's head, tearing it off from his mutilated corpse, slowly pulling it into the empty cavity, and sealed it shut. I think what so we've really learned is it that... It just absorbed him, basically. I think we've learned that this creature definitely lifts. Um. <laughs> yes. Yes, yes, yes. He goes to the gym. He goes to the with, gym And he works regularly. out. He works out his... Uh, intestines, specifically. Yeah. Very strong intestines. Very strong intestines and arms. Yes. Which, Never skips arm day. (laughs) So hot. (laughs) Uh, Well, the skinned face of Wes had disintegrated and quickly replaced with a mask made from Pete with the same hollow eyes and screwed up smile. Then it spoke in a soft, raspy voice, I am the pocket. It proceeded to crawl back into its dwelling. From the other tree, I heard Meg crying. I beckoned for her to climb down as I climbed down myself and told her we are getting the hell out of this place alive. Hesitantly, she climbed down, and I went to the barbed wire fence. We got through it. I was bleeding. Ten years passed, and Meg and I were happily married. I say were for a reason, the same reason why I'm telling you this story today. Meg is dead. She died a horrible death. The police were called to the scene after a couple going for a walk through the woods found her mutilated, headless corpse lying at the edge of the woods. When I say the word edge, that means that it is far from the barbed wire fence. This can only mean that the pocket is free from its prison. It's free and it's coming straight for me. I know it is. This is horrible. Right now, I'm looking at our marriage picture trying to calm myself down with the happy memories. It didn't help because in the reflection of the glass... I saw a face slowly coming toward me. Meg's face, only it was eyeless and had that damn terrifying smile. The pocket, it's here, it's come to take me. I feel its hands pierce through my chest. At this moment, I realize its prime motive. It killed to free. To free people from the hell that now exists in this world. And I earn this privilege to be freed. I smile. That's dedication to keep writing. Well, here's the thing. He still exists. No, no, no. So, so he exists. I, here's the thing, though. So part of what, like, when I read this, I got chills. I was like, ugh. Every single time their friend's head was ripped off, consumed in the cavity, and they uh-huh. left the body, uh-huh. the person wasn't just, like, consumed or killed. Like, they still exist within this creature and then are now the one controlling it. They're like, here, it. let me give you a hug. Yeah, the one, like... I'll show you how great it is. The one, like, controlling it and basically... And they want to free their loved ones of this hell they live in. Mm. 
So I'm going to go ahead and pass. Um, it totally freaked me out. I was just like, oh, my God, it is them. It is them. Ah. So also the idea of that creature existing freaks me I'm sorry. Even if I felt like I was free from hell and I wanted to, like, spread the joy or whatever, I don't think I want any of my friends having the memory of, like, you know, or anybody else having to see me tear someone apart, even if I want them to be impressed by my crazy strong muscles and intestines. Well, that's why you kill them as well, so they can be free too. You want to free everybody. That sounds like a quick way to get shot. If you're just running around, <laughs> you don't know everybody in this town. It's only at night. Uh, okay, yeah, because we don't go out at night at that's all. Fair, it's not fair. like we're going to go out to the bar, <laughs> hang out, and you're just like, here, let me free your soul. And everybody's just like, oh, yeah, that's chill. You know, that's not going to happen. You're going to have, like, guns just everywhere. This is America. Welcome. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's hear your story. Okay. Well, since I since we did a story first, I guess I'll I'll go into, like, the folklore. Yeah, go into your okay. folklore. All right. So I'll do that first. I'll do my story um, after you do your fo- folklore. Okay. So we'll end on a story. Not going to lie. Uh, the way I found this creature wasn't, like, through any desperate passion or whatever but I looked up like creepy creatures and (laughs) then I found this cute little chart that had like all of the like creepiest monsters from like all over the world but they were like cartoons (laughs) and they had like a little description (laughs) underneath them and I saw this one it's called the Aswang and it was like a really um disturbing cartoon and I was like oh all these cute cartoons and this is the only one that's like fucking terrifying um, so, the Aswang, I will go into the creepy stuff, and then I'll tell you all about the... I'm sorry, it's called the Aswang? It's called the Aswang. Uh, sorry, I gotta pronounce it right, because Aswang, Aswang is sounds great. very, uh... Aswang. <laughs> I'm gonna get it right, I'm gonna get it wrong so many times. It's okay. Aswang. You're fine. Alright, so the Aswang is, like, the most feared creature in the Philippines. Oh. Yeah, so, okay. like, to this day, like, since the 16th century, it is, like... It's kind of like the boogeyman, basically. Um, and it's rumored to be, or it's said to be, um, kind of like this morphed, like, ragged woman, but is half bat, and she can shapeshift and stuff, right? Okay. Yeah, but, like, the way she walks, her, like, limbs are all bent So shapeshifting like when she, bat woman. Yeah, but she, like, when she takes her, like, true form or whatever, because she can take the form of anything she wants. She can be... A dog, a pig, a bat, a person. Like, there's actually um, a way of greeting your greeting someone in the Philippines. Like, and it trans like the, what you what you're saying is hello, but what it actually means if you um, go into the translation is hi, I'm human. Like you, you walk up and say, "Hi, I'm, I'm a, a human. I'm a human person. Please don't think that I'm an Aswang." That's suspicious as fuck. I so know. don't go to the Philippines and introduce yourself as a human. But it's basically like <laughs> that's code. Like, that's like an alien thing. That's like, "Hello, I am human. Hi, I am also human." No, except it's like a, it's kind of like a secret code thing. A secret code. For yeah, what? I don't know for people because if like Aswang isn't gonna know that. I guess, or they're not going to say that because they're actually, like, trying to be normal, I guess. Wait, 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 wait. So normal people are supposed to introduce themselves yeah, as human? Yeah, no, normal people introduce themselves as human, and it's, like, a common thing. Like, people say, still, to this day, where, like, people walk up and they'll say, hi, hello. I'm human. Nice to meet you, or I'm blah, blah, blah. But really what it translates to, like, the actual translation is, hi, I'm human. That's fucking weird. Yeah. You'd think it'd be the other way around, where it's the Aswang. I keep saying Aswang. I know. <laughs> Where the Aswang is just like, hello, I am human, be no suspicious of me. Yeah, right. <laughs> but apparently it's the people doing it. Okay, that's like a level of paranoid I've never experienced. Yeah, <laughs> so um, the thing that freaked me out the most about this thing's appearance is that uh, the way that you can tell if someone is an Aswang or not is if you look at them and your reflection is upside down in their eyes. Okay, so. but don't. But you have to be so close to someone yeah. to see that, so that's horrifying. So let's just lean in real quick, and then all of a sudden you see yourself upside down, and you're like, oh, so now I die. That's Thank you. That's horrifying, because then they can see the fear in your eyes, probably because you're, like, this close mm-hmm. to see your reflection. Mm-hmm. Fuck that. But wait for it. Wait for what the Aswang does. Oh, no. What does it do? 
One of the most interesting things about the Aswang, um, there's a doctor who actually did a study on um, mythical creatures. His name is... I have it. Uh, let's see. In your notes. Your handy dandy I, in my handy dandy notes. Dr. Mas- Massimo Ramos. So he did a full-on um, study of mythological creatures and put them into 12 different categories. And the crazy thing about the Aswang is that it falls in like more than half of those categories. So it falls into the werewolf category. It falls into the witch category. It falls into the ghoul category. Is it a witch because it's technically a lady who shapeshifts? Um, but it can also it also has like these weird kind of powers. Oh my god, Jesus yeah, Christ. Dude. Okay. Like this thing, it's basically like they took all of these creatures and combined it into this one like horrifying thing. So it's like rumored to eat corpses. Um, it's rumored to suck your blood. It's well, rumored to So does it kill to eat the corpse or does it just find already existing corpses? No, it corpses? finds like already existing corpses. Oh and well, I have them. no problem with that. Okay, but then also it likes to eat intestines. So that one it will eat you alive and yeah. like rip out your intestines and That's eat just them. Greedy. And then if you're pregnant, it has this tube where it will like basically insert it in you while you're still alive and suck out the unborn fetus and feed off that where was this episode of Buffy right (laughs) right (laughs) I guess well maybe Buffy in the Philippines well they had that one demon who like I don't know if you remember that episode but not to like change the subject or anything but like where they like peeled off bits of skin and ate it little by little oh I remember that thing it terrified me the shit out of me yeah it would paralyze you and then I kind of want to I kind of want to look up that creature yeah and that what, would be creepy what it's all about because like you slowly die as it peels off a little bit of and skin. you're and you're alive for the whole the thing whole it just time, paralyzes until you, you bleed out it's yeah. not like an anest- uh, like an anesthesia <gasps> or whatever <gasps> my worst nightmare oh Sorry. My <laughs> yeah no, that's fucking <laughs> awful so it's um, your unborn children with the tube let's like get a recap on all the things this all thing this does. thing this fucking thing it does eats already dead corpses yes. but it also likes to eat intestines and will kill you for them yes also has a tube to eat your fetus yes inside your body correct well, it, I'm assuming it kills you in that process. Yes. Okay. And then probably eats your intestines. Yeah. And then are we, there's more? Um, so it also falls in the werewolf category. So sometimes it'll, it will talk, attack you as a giant dog and just like tear you apart. Um, which is. For funsies, I guess. Yeah. Which actually, um, in more rural parts of the Philippines, like there's these certain, um, well, like certain sections, basically, um, where there's a lot of woodlands around and there's a ton of dogs. So, like, kids will stay the fuck away from the woods and stay the fuck away uh, from dogs. So, it was probably created, I bet it was added on to this folklore to be like, don't get attacked by a fucking dog and, like, wander in the woods and be a dumbass so, kid. Yes, parents will absolutely tell you when you're a kid, like, better clean your room or the Aswang's going to get you, you know, kind of like the boogeyman will get you if you're bad kind right. of thing. Okay. So it's the same deal. Like, that's what they would Wait, use. do parents actually do that? Because my parents had to, like, spend a decent amount of my young childhood to convince me the boogeyman does not exist and did mm. not threaten me with him. Well, except, like, these parents are ones that are, like, it's it's ingrained into the culture. Like, this is something yeah. that they grew up with, too. I guess, I guess the boogeyman was probably different, like, hundred years ago. And like a lot of people believe that the Aswang is real. Like it's not just like a oh this is a fun story kind of deal. It's like a lot of people have like reported sightings of it. Like how people believe in like Sasquatch? Yeah. Okay. Yeah just like that where they're just like this thing was at my window. There's this one girl um, in the documentary that I watched. Yeah. There's this one girl in a documentary that I watched where um, she told this story about how she was in the kitchen and she heard scratching on the floor which is, like, one of the signs. Um, and then she heard, like... One of the signs? What else? So they're scratching at the window. So, no, they're scratching at the floor. Scratching at the scratching floor. Scratching at the floor and then scratching on the ceiling are two of the signs <gasps> oh that the asshole is Could you there. imagine scratching on the no! ceiling? <laughs> no, I cannot. Scratching on the floor is fine because you're, like, asleep and you're, like, whatever, it's my cat. But, like, scratching on the ceiling? Yeah. Fuck that. Yeah. Especially so... since I'm... In a loft bed, and yeah. I'm so close to the ceiling, <laughs> and it's like right there. So she hears scratching on the floor. So she hears scratches on the floor in the kitchen. Oh my god! And looks up, and at the window she sees like a shadowy figure like rush by Fuck that. Fuck the that. window. Fuck right. That. So she's freaked out. This is like a little girl, and she runs upstairs. 
to go get her grandma. And um, she wakes up her grandma and she's like, Grandma, Grandma, like something's downstairs, something's here. And the grandma's like, you're just being a little bitch. <laughs> like basically just you're full of shit. It's just you're scaring yourself. That's all it is. And then they hear like scratching on the ceiling. The grandma does too. Yeah. <gasps> so it like stops their conversation and they hear this uh, scratching on the ceiling and then they hear like movement on the wall. And then they look over at the window and there's just like a face <laughs> in, the, in the window and it's um, like a they, – they've described the Aswang as being segmented, but this girl is like, no, that thing is not segmented. It was a full-formed figure with giant wings, like wings like a bat, and a face that was uh, basically deteriorating with bright red eyes and fangs that were like past their chin. And they like grab an object and start like beating the window with it. Um, and I guess they, like, broke through the glass and actually hit it, and it, like, startled it, and it, like, flew backwards and hit the roof of the person next door who happened to be pregnant. <gasps> no! No, no, yeah. no, 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 And then it, like, scurries away on top of the roof, and then they find out that the woman died. And The pregnant woman died? Yeah. Of what? Like, what did they say was the cause of death? They didn't go into that. It was just a story that oh, the person was on. telling. And then I mean, the, it was coming then, from, like, the first person, like, point of view. And then the woman died. Okay, I, I don't how? think they wanted to look into it. They're like, fuck that. Get the fuck out of Dodge. Don't want to know any details. I, I want to know. Yeah. I want to look um, it up. I want to know if a tube was inserted in this woman. Right? Yeah, and if fetus was extracted so that was uh that's kind of like one of the stories one of the many stories that like people would tell but it's definitely something that like people believe exists um nuts yeah and the legend of it is kind of interesting so there's two different legends and this is where it's like oh that's what happened okay so basically um spaniards came over to the philippines and were trying to conquer as they do as they do um and Spaniards came over to conquer, and what they would do is they would, to keep the population in check and to keep everybody in one spot where they can control it, they would say that Aswangs, like, patrolled the area outside of where they were at. Oh so if gosh. they left, they would be killed by the Aswang. And they, like, just ingrained it into people's heads. And then also what they would do, there were these people, I'm going to fuck up this name so bad, I think it's... But if Bobby, you need to look Babylons, up, you can. Babylons, Babylons. I oh, think the it's Babylons. Babylons. It's Babylons. Wait, Babylon is something else entirely. I'm a dumbass. I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's it, I think it's Babylons, and they were basically they're basically healers, kind of like witch doctor. Well, not witch doctor. Like a shaman. Right. Yeah, essentially, like they would come to you and they would do like certain rituals and stuff to like make you feel better and give you certain herbs and like stuff like that. Like a shaman, witch yeah. doctor esque. Okay. Yeah. yeah gotcha. So they would go to them for healing because they can't afford a doctor. Um, so the Spaniards wanted their new medicine to be used and their new doctors to be used, and they wanted money from these poor people. So they would <laughs> the tell them that already can't afford a doctor. So this, <laughs> so this is where the witch aspect comes into play with mm. the Aswang because they started telling people that these healers that they were seeing were actually Aswangs, and oh that's God. what their power came from. But really, they were trying to kill them. So I'm gonna go over a couple more things. The legends. Turns out there actually were Aswangs. Um, what do like you a mean legend. They're actually. No, no. There. I, sorry, there was a legend of Aswangs in Spain too. Oh. Yeah. So the Spaniards' legend, I find kind of interesting. Okay. Um, so they basically said that in the War of the Heavens, like when angels fought each other, like Lucifer and those that sided with him fought against, you know, God and his army. After it was over and um, Lucifer and his gang were sent to hell, there were these group of angels who just didn't take a side and they didn't fight on either. Like, they didn't want to just, they wanted to stay neutral, essentially. So God sent them to Earth and they Where they had free will. Because angels don't have free will. That Mm -hmm. was part of that whole debacle. So, like, all of the angels in heaven, according to the Christian lore and stuff, is that they don't get to choose what they want to do. So, if they're on Earth, that means they're these horrific creatures that can choose what they fucking want to do now. Yeah, so they're the aswangs. That's horrifying, especially if you look at how, like, how angels are 
portrayed in the Bible and stuff, like, no one can look at one directly without going insane. Mm-hmm. And, like, they look totally yeah. nonsensical. Right. They're not, like, human They're not fucking cherubs. Like, they're, like, horrifying. Like, anyone who's ever said they've seen an angel is, like, a f- like they're fucked in the brain for life. Yeah. Because they go totally nuts. So, the other legend is the one from the Philippines, which they have a different legend for it. But it's also <laughs> God-oriented. Philippines, they had uh, two gods in their area. Uh, oh one God. was the good guy... Agarong, and he, like, lived in this big, lofty mansion, mountain, sorry, big, lofty mountain. (laughs) Kind of like Zeus. Kind of like Zeus. He had his own fucking mountain. It was his, and, like, he would take care of the people, but if they acted a fool, he would make uh, the mountain rumble and stuff, and Mm. then if they were unforgivable, he would make a volcano explode and, like, punish all of the people. So he was, like, a just, but also... God to be feared. Fucked up ruler. Yeah, he's just like, eh, hey, stay in line. Hey, I fucking told you. And then to stay in fucking line. Stay in your lane. Kind of like the Christian it. God who fucking murders everyone by flooding the earth. Right, exactly. Same thing. So it's like a trend. <laughs> it's a, it was a trend. trending at the time. Yeah. Like um, one God was like, I want to do this. Another God was like, I love that idea. <laughs> I'm going to do the same thing. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Let's do that. All, how great would it be if all of the gods of various religions were like in fucking contact with each other? And they're like, what did yours do guys do? Well, yeah. we did this today. Like, hashtag vengeance. Um, <laughs> well, I sent this kid down to be my son to put people in line. Yeah, well, uh, we well, all have I, our, we, Everybody has different tactics. Well, <laughs> I sent my on. god down to just fuck everyone. Yeah, That's Zeus. That's Zeus. <laughs> That's Zeus. Um, so, anyway, Agarong, he was... Um, he was to be feared, but he was also, like, a just god, and he wouldn't, like, fuck everybody's day up for funsies. In the much smaller mountain nearby, the low-level mountain, was the Oswang, and he was a god. And he was the evil god. And he wanted to have control over the people because he basically had nothing. He just had his tiny little mountain to hang out in. And um, This is the Philippines? This is the Philippines legend. Lore? Okay, yes. legend. And so one day he goes to Agarong, and he wants to steal the fire within his mountain. And he, like, basically begs for some control over the people, to which Agarong is, of course, like, get the fuck out of here. This is my mountain. It's my fire. It's my people. Like, I'm going to do what I want, and you can't do it. And so he tricks Agarong and, like, takes out his guards or whatever and steals some of his fire, like, just a small amount. But he takes it back to his mountain. And with that small fire from this great mountain, he's able to set the world ablaze. And, like, Agarong has to, like, seek outside help from other gods to get the fires to go down. But, like, villages burned. Everything was destroyed. And then the rains came after Agarong's pleading and knocked it out. And so the Agarong, or Aswang, was then banished from his own mountain and forced to, like, live among the people. And now he's, like, this twisted So thing. his punishment for hurting, for doing an act that hurt the people is to make him live amongst the people that he hurt? Yeah, but he doesn't have his, like, godly power anymore. Like, his god power was taken away from him. So, the so now he's how- just this twisted thing. And now okay. he gets punished with the rest of him, which he, with, with the rest of the people whenever they're punished. So he probably punishes people to get back at the good god who's like bitch don't touch my people right yeah what's fucked up so um let's see some other interesting things uh some other interesting tidbits and facts some extra (laughs) some extra little uh tidbits and facts about this uh horrific creature um so it was said to like how do you get rid of an aswang Right. If you are getting haunted oh. by one, how do you get rid of one? How do you get rid of it? Um, if you keep a sewing needle by your door, it apparently keeps it away. Just like on the ground, like taped to it. Yeah. Like in what? Like just near it. Just near the, the near the front door. Yeah. So it was like it was okay. basically there's a lot of things that were like to reassure the people, like, oh, if you do these small things that you have around your house, then you can be safe. You know, just so like people weren't freaking out all the fucking time over these oswangs or whatever the other thing was um if you take a blade and hit them in a very specific spot in the back then they'll die however if you miss they will just spit onto it and regenerate 
<laughs> what? Their saliva has regenerative uh, abilities. And so <laughs> they'll just be like, what the fuck, dude? And then kill you. Um, so you have to be very careful if you're using that method. Right. My favorite. <laughs> oh, my God. That wasn't your favorite. That was not my favorite. Oh my so a lot of people believe. Oh, also, the vampire thing comes into play here because it's believed that if, like, you're bitten by an Eswang or if they spit in your ear or into your mouth or any real orifice, then you will become an Eswang. What a kinky creature. It's very like, kink. let me get my saliva all up in your ear, girl or yeah. boy. Let me get a lick of that baby. Let me get a um, <laughs> so, oh my god yeah so my favorite is that it's believed that well that's the, how werewolves are too though is by biting mm-hmm. so it still goes in the werewolf category Sorry, yeah i don't mean to cut you off oh no it's okay it's i mean it basically just kind of falls in line with all these classic creatures that we already know, know about yeah the thing that they believe is controlling in a swung or at least one of the things uh one of the rumors is that there's a little baby black chick living inside of you and that's what causes all of your evil like so, a baby chicken chick like a baby chicken chick oh it's so cute but it's like an all black chicken chick it's so cute though <laughs> i like it <laughs> and so if you grab an aswang with a pope's rope pope's or not pope's rope but like a priest's rope or whatever oh i was like, like what the hell is a po- i was like what is a pope's rope a pope rope is it Don't a rope you know? made by the pope it's okay. all the rage so it's like a like the thing that they wear the around their little tunics. Okay. They have the little rope. So if you get one of those, then you can trap the Eswang with it, hang them upside down until the chick pops out. And then you have a boiling pot of water waiting at the bottom for the chick to fall in and die. So you have to have like a whole room set for that. Yeah. <laughs> like you have like to this get is our This is our Aswang room. Aswang room. Aswang room. Don't go. Just, just in don't case. mind it. You know like how some like super rich people have like a. Uh, panic room? Yeah. Like a panic room. Or um, I one time went into this super rich dude's house and they literally had a room with a confessional in it. Jesus. Which was, like, just excessive. That sounds kinky. It was creepy, honestly, because it was, like, this dark, dim-lit room with this giant confessional box. Nothing else was in the room. And I was like, um, and I don't know if... Who are you confessing to? God. Oh, no, they have a priest come to their house. They have a priest come to their... Yo. I asked if it was a live-in priest, because I was like, why the fuck is this in your house? That's some next-level shit. Oh, that house was next-level shit, but that's something I'll talk about. Neither here nor there. In detail another time. But yeah, anyways, this is our Aswang panic room. This is our Aswang panic room, (laughs) Um, which is another way that you could create an Aswang is like if you were dying, if you were an Aswang that was dying. Wait, you can create them? Yeah, that's what I mean. Like you can bite them and stuff. And, Wait, um, well, no, they can bite you, and it'll turn you, but, yeah. like, you as a person can create an no, aswang. No, 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 I should, I, an aswang, if an aswang wanted to create another aswang. Oh, okay, okay. I then... was about to just be like, this adds a whole new layer. No. So <laughs> you can just turn someone into But they aswang. can find, like, a willing person to do this, and if they do, like, if they're dying, they're like, carry on my legacy. And they'll, like. Like a vampire. Yeah, and they'll, like, vomit out their chick, and then, like give it to them and then they eat the chick and then the chick just lives in them and now they're an aswang so do we all have baby black chicks or just aswangs just aswangs oh if you are an aswang you have a baby black chick living inside you if you're a human you do not and if you're a human you do not because that's some demonic ass shit so they I can i was really excited about my new baby black chick no you have anatomy. None, none of you no not Damn. for us not Damn. for us unless Damn you want to like go eat babies then i'm not gonna eat babies okay well then i guess you don't get a chick number one too much effort two a little gross also three like just more gross i don't even like fish eggs i don't even like babies (laughs) (laughs) so yeah that's the thing if if an aswang wanted to create another aswang then it would find a human host that was willing and they would just like vomit it up and give it to them and then they would eat it and become what if a human bites an aswang Good luck. Oh, 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 that was another one. So if you wanted to feed an aswang, if you bite their finger really hard, they'll just give up, apparently, and then you can hit them in that spot on their back. I'm sorry, you missed the detail that if you bite their finger really hard, bite their finger they really just hard, fucking give up. They're just like, God damn it, fine. Like, fuck, that hurt. I don't appreciate this. I am just trying to eat your fetus, ma'am. Yeah. <laughs> or your intestines. Mm-hmm. All right, so that's the Aswang. That's nuts. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, my story 
is also about a weird lady creature, but like. I, cr- I cried laughing when I saw the photo of oh, it. No. I was like, what the fuck? You look like you're about to cry now. I know. It's, you because, okay? it's because, I don't know, my eyes are just sensitive right now, and it's, like, really bright. Did my ass long story make you very Your emotional? Your ass long story made me very Are emotional. you sad for the little black chicks? I am. I knew it. I am, actually. Also, I'm scared that Oswald's going to come get me and my unborn child that I wasn't aware was inside me. I'm just kidding. I don't have an unborn child. Yeah, I don't even have not. children. I'm not alive. I'm moving Anyways. <laughs> I'm an Oswald. Surprise. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> I knew they were scratching at my fucking floor I've just, all the I've time. just been scratching at your ceiling. You're just scratching at my ceiling. You thought it was Buffy, but it was I. I. Fun fact: your cat's name is Buffy. Yeah. We're not talking about the Vampire Slayer we're scratching not. at her floor. Which, please. <laughs> that is something I am into. That is a story that I would love to tell my grandchildren one day. Oh my god. Okay. Um. So my story. Is it the Grudge? No, <laughs> it's not the Grudge. It's not a Japanese story. Uh-oh. I had to look up how to pronounce it, but it's called the La Segua? Seguya? I think it's Segua. La Segua. Okay. Anyway, I don't want you to look at it, because okay. I, I want to show you the photo reveal that made me cry laughing, because I was oh, like, okay. what okay. on earth is this We have creature? to post this to Instagram or something. It's so <laughs> fucking funny. So, basically, the short description of what a Seguya was is... Seguya. 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 Oh my god. (laughs) So it's a Nicaraguan legend. And like, there's people out there who believe this thing exists. And so what makes this creature unique is that it's actually a curse and um, any woman can become one. Only women can turn into this, though. They are these beautiful women who seduce men and then reveal to the man that they have a horse skull for a head with glowing red eyes. Wait for it. And then they say something to the men that make them go completely insane. So they talk them. They talk to them to they the point where they're insane. They talk them to insanity. They talk them to insanity. Well, I mean, I'm good at that, too. Does that make me <laughs> <laughs> And I was just like, I'm sorry, what? They, t- <laughs> they just talk to you until you're insane. And I'm like, this is a creature Relatable. <laughs> what? Also, how the fuck... Do you get seduced by something and not realize that it has a horse skull for a Apparently head? it reveals itself. At first it looks like a beautiful woman. And so it's only for men who are like... like Desperate? And into no. online dating? No. <laughs> so the whole thing is supposed to keep men from picking up random women. Yeah, it's supposed to keep men from just like picking up and like trying to seduce random women. And it's also... Uh, Don't rate me, I have a horse To head. go against, like, infidelity and stuff like that. Like, it's actually, mm. like, a... So, like, a seguya. woman did this. Yeah, okay, so how you become a, a seguya or la segua... Sorry if I'm butchering this because I, I... Sorry, I never took Spanish, I took French. We'll just call it CC. La CC. <laughs> I'll just say segua. We'll go with segua. Segua. The way you become one is, as a woman, you get your heart broken. Mm. And then you become one. And I was like, is that seriously it? (laughs) It sounds like this savage woman was just like, she got cheated on by her husband. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And so she's like. There's different ways you can become one. But yes, yes. And she's like, this annoying ass bitch is going to talk you into insanity. That's what you fucking get. Oh, and by the way, it has a horse head. So you get an option, though, if you want to become one or not upon death. So Sign when me you up. die, so when you die, it's like becoming a revenge demon. Okay, kind of like Anya from Buffy. We're gonna constantly we're just gonna reference, reference Buffy, Buffy this constantly. entire time. So like, if you haven't seen Buffy the Vampire Slayer, well, get on you. your shit. Fuck you. What I don't are you know. even doing with your life? Like, just stop listening. Like, go away. <laughs> Anyways, this is, that's where it all began. So really. yeah, so the origin lies in women full of hate at the moment of their death choose to either continue seeking revenge or to not and like die peacefully apparently there's some women out there who are like i ain't fucking done yet give me that horse face yeah and so uh among themselves though they're very friendly you know oh yeah because we like we can hang out they hang out horse wine they hang out yeah yeah they have horse wine nights yeah and out of a trough (laughs) oh god yeah Oh my god. Uh, amazing. And they even help each other to conquer their praise. Like they, they help oh, they help shit. each other out. They're like, hey, we're about to have a threesome. <laughs> yes, they do that. And then they're like, surprise, bitch. Nay. 
God. So they generally appear dressed up to drunk men and try to seduce them. They typically tend to target drunk men. Me too. <laughs> and so depending on, there's there's variations in the lore depending on where you look up or who you talk to. Some of them say they usually wear black. Some of them say they usually wear white, very revealing thin dresses. I think the white dress actually comes from the Yolorn. La Yorna. Whatever. The woman in white, as we uh, American folk call it. <laughs> it's La Yorna, and it is also a film by... That hasn't come out yet. That man who hasn't made it yet. But it's also an existing folklore about basically a woman drowns her children and becomes this revenge-seeking ghost who is called the woman in white. A lot of people have said they've seen her, and she'll drown you and your children. Mostly your children. Anyways, that's not who this is, but I think some people combine them. This is horse face lady amazing basically they're usually depicted as having beautiful white skin which contrasts with their beautiful jet black hair and dark eyes um i guess this is their woman version of themselves before that's revealed they have horse face (laughs) i also just realized this could totally keep men from helping women who are abandoned or in need though it has it's it has its de- it has its downsides, but anyways, um, we all make sacrifices. A lot of them use this curse as a warning to women if they get their you know heart broken by a man and are super upset, then they'll carry the hatred in their hearts and turn into a heinous fucking monster. horse lady. Horse lady. So some people claim it's your choice. Some say it's not a choice. I don't fucking know. I would hope it's a choice to become a horse ghost. Maybe horse, it's horse lady ghost. Por que no los dos? At least you get a hot bot at the end of it, but no. whatever. So here is the last version of this creature. A lot of people believe it's a witch who resides in the woods and she takes on several facades. At times she appears in a white corn leaf dress. Corn leaf? Just like a white dress. A white dress with a veil covering her face. And it is said that she has long black hair also covering over her face, so she looks like fucking Samara from The Ring. I knew you were doing... Oh, it's also The Grudge. It's also The Grudge. It's also The Grudge. And then she is also said to wear a guarumo tree leaf dress. Don't know what that is. Same. And her voice is made rasping and hollow by plantain leaves covering her teeth, which also sounds... Horrifying. And or really And this is not the horse head version. This is before you turn into scary Sarah Jessica Parker. So it went from being horse face lady to a bitch with a lisp. (laughs) Others say that her face is ghostly and her eyes stare into her victim souls. But the majority of people believe that it's a horse face. Mm. Nicaraguans also say that she walks through the woods and back rows naked waiting for her next victim. Oh, well, I mean... Men are drawn to her fantastical silhouette. Yeah, I the bet. Words, the words she speaks to these men are so horrific that the victim goes insane instantaneously and they never recover. The Le Segua... The Segua... Segua... Cici. Cici. Is believed, okay, <laughs> is believed to have superhuman abilities and is able to walk through solid objects, gravitate above ground, and fly at extreme speeds in her efforts to lure men into her trap. What lures a man in more than flying horse face into them? Yes. <laughs> like, hey, <laughs> what's up? But also, horse skull, red glowing eyes. That's how I get my dates. I mean, is there any other way to do it? Oh, gosh. I'm sorry. I've been keeping myself from making so many Sarah Jessica Parker jokes. (laughs) Why are you resisting? I don't know. It's just like, it's just you become horrifying Sarah Jessica Parker. And it's like this really fucked up version of Sex in the City. (laughs) Sex you don't want in your city. (laughs) No sex in my city. Not my sex, not my city. <laughs> Anyways, so there's ways to get rid of one. Um, to save yourself from such an encounter, you should carry mustard seeds on you. 
(laughs) and throw them before her. She apparently will stop and try to pick up the seeds. She's like, oh, these fucking seeds! (laughs) You see this flying, magical, horrifying, hot bod lady with a horse skull who's coming at you and you're like, fuck, time for my mustard seeds. And she's like, oh shit, I gotta stop and pick up all these seeds. And she's just like, fuck it. My one true weakness. My my trough contents. I gotta save these for later. I gotta get these for the girls. Gotta get these for the girls. They're gonna love this shit. Oh my god. Basically, the tale exists to ensure that men come home straight from work. Or else. Or else. Wait, where's this photo? Oh yes, I have to I have to pull it up for you. And all of y'all, you should look up. Or you can put it up to the Lisegua. At least for those who are watching the stream, you can uh I will, but see I this. just That looks like there's some Beetlejuice shit. That looks like a painting you would have in your room. <laughs> Let's it be is, honest. It is a painting I would have in my room. I love it. Like there's all those leaves in her hair, like it looks just like Sarah Jessica Parker. Anyway, <laughs> The true monster of this whole podcast. Throw mustard seeds and you're you're fucking solid. You're you're good. Alright. But yeah, um oh apparently they also scream and laugh and cry wildly to get attention. Well fuck. Isn't that all of us? Really? <laughs> I've never related to any creature more in my entire life. Sign me up. Trough yep. night with the ladies. Trough night with the ladies. So, I guess we'll hear your story. Yeah. Okay. Um, I guess we'll hear your story. I, I shouldn't we'll... have, I should wow, not have phrased it like that. Wow, the story that I fucking closed. All right. It's no, okay. I'll pull it up real quick. It's all right. All right. So, um, the story that I chose is short. It's um, fine. And it's called... we've been doing this for an hour now, so... Okay, great. Um, <laughs> so, the story I chose is The Smiling Man. Uh, I might have heard this you one. You might have heard this one. Um, so I haven't read this in forever. I just remember that when I did read it, it spooked the shit out of me. Okay. All right. So, <clears throat> and this is a creepypasta. This is a, this a no is sleep. a creepypasta. No, creepy slash no sleep. Okay. Got it. Which by the way, no sleep has a podcast. That's great. Um, I did not know that. They do. It's, it's actually called no sleep and they just read the no sleep stories is that the best of no is the sleep. person who runs the reddit or no no it's just like they credit you know the writers and stuff so oh, okay, okay so let me go ahead and uh fix my shit uh this is the smiling man by blue title on reddit about five years ago i lived downtown in a major city in the u.s i've always been a night person so i would often find myself bored after my roommate who was decidedly not a night person went to sleep to pass the time i used to go for long walks and spend the time thinking and mm. or pondering it was a wednesday somewhere between one and two in the morning and i was walking near a police patrolled park quite a ways from my apartment it was a quiet night even for a weeknight with very little traffic and almost no one on foot the park as it was most nights was completely empty i turned down a short side street in order to loop back to my apartment when i first noticed him the far end of the street on my side was the silhouette of a man dancing It was a strange dance, similar to a waltz, but he finished each box with an odd forward stride. I guess you could say he was dance walking, but headed straight for me. Deciding he was probably drunk, I stepped as close as I could to the road to give him the majority of the sidewalk to pass me by. The closer he got, the more I realized how gracefully he was moving. He was very tall and lanky and wearing an old suit. He danced closer still until I could make out his face. His eyes were open wide and wild, head tilted back slightly, looking off at the sky. His mouth was formed into a painfully wide cartoon of a smile. Between the eyes and the smile, I decided to cross the street before he danced any closer. I took my eyes off of him to cross the empty street. As I reached the other side, I glanced back and then stopped dead in my tracks. He had stopped dancing and was standing with one foot in the street perfectly parallel to me he was facing me but still looking skyward smiles still wide on his lips i was completely and utterly unnerved by this i started walking again but kept my eyes on the man he didn't move once i had put about half a block between us i turned away from him for a moment to watch the sidewalk in front of me the street and sidewalk ahead of me were completely empty still unnerved 
I looked back to where he had been standing only to find him gone. For the briefest of moments, I felt relieved until I noticed him. He had crossed the street and was now slightly crouched down. I couldn't tell for sure due to the distance and the shadows, but I was certain he was facing me. I had looked away from him for no more than 10 seconds, so it was clear that he had moved fast. I was so shocked that I stood there for some time, staring at him. And then he started moving toward me again. He took giant, exaggerated, tiptoed steps, as if he were a cartoon character sneaking up on someone, except he was moving very, very quickly. I'd like to say at this point, I ran away or pulled out my pepper spray or cell phone or anything at all, but I didn't. I just stood there completely frozen as the smiling man crept toward me. And then he stopped again, about a car length away from me, still smiling his smile, still looking to the sky. When I finally found my voice, I blurted out the first thing that came to my mind. What I meant to ask was, what the fuck do you want? In an angry, commanding tone, what came out? was a whimper. What the fuck? Regardless of whether or not humans can smell fear, they can certainly hear it. I heard it in my own voice, and that only made me more afraid. But he didn't react to it at all. He just stood there, smiling. And then, after what felt like forever, he turned around, very slowly, and started dance walking away. Just like that. Not wanting to turn my back on him again, I just watched him go, until he was far enough away almost to be out of sight. And then I realized something. He wasn't moving away anymore, nor was he dancing. I watched in horror as the distant shape of him grew larger and larger. He was coming back my way, and this time he was running. I ran too. I ran until I was off the side of, off of the side road and back onto a better lit road with sparse traffic. Looking behind me then, he was nowhere to be found. The rest of the way home, I kept glancing over my shoulder, always expecting to see his stupid smile, but he was never there. I lived in that city for six months after that night, and I never went out for another walk. There was something about his face that always haunted me. He didn't look drunk. He didn't look high. He looked completely and utterly insane, and that's a very, very scary thing to see. It's horrifying. You know what? I think I you, that's those. It's those steps. You know, like with the fucking like huge ass <clears throat> smile on your face, right? just like coming at you like quick as fuck. Yeah. Can you imagine like crouching down with like long thing? Nope. 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 I would not. <laughs> Welcome to Nope Town, USA. Oh my god. Okay, so I think I actually watched the beginning of a short film someone made of that because I have seen a video of the very beginning of that and I like stopped it. So there's this one That's so freaky though. Jesus Christ. Anything that's like creepy smiling. It's pro- you know what? I think that's why people don't like clowns. But there's like so many smiling man stories. I didn't know that. I didn't know there yeah, were so many smiling ton. man stories. There's actually one because I've I've definitely heard of the smiling man and I've heard of the the street one. So like absolutely yeah, dude, that was that one freaked me out. There was another, yeah, I know. There was another one. In I don't college. blame you. It was like this girl who was in her house alone. She had just gotten a new apartment, like straight out of college, and this um, smiling man was in her yard, and he was just like dancing. And then he was, like, in the shadows, but he kept getting a little bit closer at a time. And then she, like, closed the blinds or whatever, and she didn't see any shadows moving for a while. So she opened it up, and it was right in her window. But it was a face that, like, turned and then just kept turning until it was completely upside down. And she, like, ran into her room and, like, called the police and was on the phone with them. And then she just hears her door open. The last thing she says is like, oh, God, it's it's coming to my door. It's here. It's here. And then it fucking ends. And I was like, all right, well, well I didn't want to sleep tonight anyway. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my fucking God. Those things freak me out. Like a big ass smile that's like wider than it should no be. No wonder you're so scared of clowns. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm not even clowns super scared are different. Of They're different than a smiling yeah. man. No, a smiling man is like uh, the gentleman in the hush episode yes. of Buffy. Those things freaked me the fuck That's out. That's what I envision when I envision smiling man is like something similar to the gentleman in the hush episode of Buffy. If you have not seen the hush episode of Buffy, do it. 
Like, even if you don't watch the show and you know nothing about it, just you don't fucking, need to. Just watch that episode. Yeah. Welcome just to our Buffy podcast. Alone. Welcome to the Buffy <laughs> podcast. We, we talk about Buffy and how much we love Buffy. <laughs> absolutely. Oh, my God. Oh, that would scare the shit out of me, dude. I know. I know. Fuck that. I'd rather have a horse lady. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> oh, absolutely. I'd rather have a horse lady. And the thing is, is the horse lady doesn't really fuck with women. She just fucks with drunk men who want to fuck around. The only threat horse lady has is, like, for you to become one. And it's just, like, a choice. Mm-hmm. It's not that scary for women. Yeah. The segua. The segua. I guess we should go ahead and... We should probably end the podcast, but we can continue talking on the live stream on yeah. Twitch. So, I guess for podcast sake if you guys ever want to continue the conversation or like see us do these live you can every wednesday at 9 p.m yes on uh twitch.tv slash the tiger wizard um i'm katie adkins but i also go by the tiger wizard on um twitch and i say the tiger wizard because there's another tiger wizard that who whore. isn't a, a v so <laughs> <laughs> All so right. don't get us confused. <laughs> and um, I'm Kelly. You can find me at Atomic X Kitten on twitch.tv slash Atomic X Kitten. Or you can find me on Instagram at Kitten Mittens. M-I-T-O-N-S. Kitten Mittens. But yeah, thank you so much for turning in, tuning in to our uh, first episode. Eh! I hope you like creepy things and hearing us talk about creepy things. This was a lot of fun. It was fun. I really like this. This is basically just like an everyday conversation. This is for an us. everyday conversation. We're just recording it now. Yeah. And like trying to get to the point quicker instead of constantly sidetracking like we do in real life. Which thank God. <laughs> <laughs> we needed this podcast for us, for our friendship. We needed it so we can get to the fucking point. There it is. Um, right. So Keep it creepy. Keep it creepy. I like that. Yeah. Keep it creepy. All right. Bye. Good night. Good. Uh, 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 uh. <laughs>